You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. 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 Okay. No, no, no. Three. Hey, everyone. Welcome back on another episode of Friends Next Door. This is Mia. This is Dan. This is Thomas. This is Quan. And while we were waiting for Dan to introduce himself, <laughs> Quan was like pointing at him through Zoom. But anyway, uh, we do this every time. I know we do this every time. Sometimes we get it right. On other days, we don't. And today is one of those days. But uh, you know, it's, it's just this little dance that we do. It's started. like we're just yes. we're just being it's, considerate. That's that's what it is. It's truly I like our ritual like- at this point. Yeah. A year later, how do other people do it? I don't I, care. I don't even know. That's how know. we do it. That's oh. how we do it. Well, we Never could try learn. The, like, the person just introduces everyone else. <laughs> oh, I guess that's oh, how but people I, do it. No, no that's not true. I like, you know, I like, because ah. like, you get to hear the people's voice. Yeah. It's cute. Thomas is maybe immediately it, wait, vetoed. Maybe it's edited. Maybe it's I think, edited. I think people like just somebody pick... goes in and edits the pause. True. People just good, pick the good. number. People just pick yeah. like you're one, two, three, four, and you follow it. We should just do that. Yeah, guys, so why don't we just do that next time? Like, which one are <laughs> I you? Know. Just decide. Just All like right. huddle up, huddle up, guys. Yeah, like, we should, we ha- we should use... have an intro huddle every time. <laughs> like we could use these, I don't know. Great. Oh my god. Oh my god. Thomas, Thomas is currently putting reactions on his Zoom call. Like yeah, there's there's a numbers. Party hat too. Oh, oh, you know, hold gosh. on. I got a better way. Just oh hold up. We have fingers, right, guys? <laughs> Why don't we just hold up the number? We're going to go. What if we hold up conflicting ones? Like we're both oh, my God. Yeah, Moss. Moss, only you oh would throw God. a wrench in the operation. Like, he, he that's something that he will do. <laughs> that is for sure. All right, guys, guys. I can't wait is this why no one invites me to things? Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, it is. We okay. have a good topic. This Are is we going to start or what? Are we going to start? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're I'm ready. Sorry. We're ready. Yes. For those of you, Excited. if you listen to our breakup story episode, at the beginning of that episode, I said something like, you know, I'm a fan of the anti feels. And, you know, I didn't like talking about relationships, but I do like talking about our breakup stories. That makes me sound super jaded. So d- today I decided that we're just going to talk about vulnerability and whether we think that we are comfortable with being vulnerable are we too vulnerable or not vulnerable enough and that's a mouthful I can't even say it anymore (laughs) but you get the point and when I first proposed this topic Thomas was like no I don't want to I don't want to talk about this and to be honest, this great makes example. Me, Don't want to be vulnerable. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it even correct. makes me feel uncomfortable as I propose it, and I'm like, even talking about it just already already makes me feel vulnerable. Like when I'm at the dentist. So old prediction. Yes. One and I won't feel as bad. Exactly, and I know, will I feel. know <laughs> that you guys will be completely okay. So to get started, no. do we want to just talk about how we define vulnerable? Let's just start yeah. there. Yeah, I think that this is your really coming out personal. party, guys. Yeah, it's extremely yeah. personal. So I think it's a good start to define it. Mm-hmm. Thomas, you should go first. I Okay, first, I feel like now I feel like each of these episodes are either targeted towards me or Mia. And we're just like rotating. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but so anyways, going back to like defining vulnerability, I, I feel like it's just like, leaving yourself i mean leaving yourself open and um leaving yourself open and kind of like exiting your comfort zone to some degree like where where you might not be in control of the situation and i think dentist is a great example where you're just stuck that you're just stuck there um Mm. and especially if they're like Mm -hmm. operating on you in some way and you you're like they give you like painkillers or whatever you are even you're in, in even less control of the situation kind of deal and you're you have just, your you're mouth propped open exactly you're literally just right. lying there waiting for things ha- to happen to you rather than being able to dictate what happens you know so i think right. that's how i would define vulnerability interesting i think 
you guys are going to be wrong about me being able to be more like me, me. I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for Dan, like being able to be more vulnerable, because I think there is an inherent part of vulnerability that comes with discomfort. I've thought about this, mm-hmm. like just vulnerability in generally a lot in general, a lot this year, because it's actually mm-hmm. so one, it is a trait that I really respect in people who lead just like in whether it be managers or people that I look up to. Mm -hmm. And it's a trait Mm -hmm. that I have really wanted to be better at. And I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. because when people look at me and interact with me, I think that people would say that I'm a vulnerable person. And this is how I look at vulnerability. So I think there are two main parts that are talked about a lot. So one part is weakness. I think people associate it with weakness. And I think there's a little bit of truth to that where you do got to like show the kink in your armor a little bit. But I think that's like the negative part. And the second part of vulnerability to me is defining what you feel in that moment, like Mm. sharing. Mm. So sharing that part about what you open about it, being Mm -hmm. open about it. But the third part that I really have been working on this year is why do you feel the way that you feel? And Mm. so Mm -hmm. I think that gets overlooked a lot because people think that, oh, I showed this materialistic uh, weakness. So I think crying is a good example of what people might associate with vulnerability. Mm. I don't, Mm. I think that, yes, it shows like uh, a, a moment of, I think it shows a moment of vulnerability, but mm-hmm. if you don't share what you are like, what the, the, the feeling behind that, I think there's a missed opportunity there, depending, obviously, depending on the situation. If you, if it's not a good right. situation, you know, you want to get out of there. Um, and then versus just being open. This is how I feel. This is how I feel. This is how I feel. I have really tried to challenge myself to, share the why this year. Uh, One thing that I did this year was I took a storytelling class and Mm, it was perfect for me because uh, I think you guys know this, but I have been, I've I've been a theater kid. I've been in performing arts for like all my life, but specifically, I love this. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? (laughs) I just found Um, out about that today too. Okay. Maybe nobody knew, but this specific. I just pretended to know. So this specific storytelling class, though, uh, it was you were telling stories all about yourself. And for mm-hmm. me personally, I feel very vulnerable sharing something about myself that mm-hmm. I think is going to that the other person is not going to agree with in any way, like, oh, maybe they right. will think less of me in any way. Um, and so it was really, right. really great practice. But what was interesting to me was so I shared one story, which I didn't feel very vulnerable about, like, and I, I was very open. I shared about my feelings and I shared about my why. And people were like, the reaction was like, wow, you're so brave for sharing like the story, <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. But I've realized when I've reflected that it's not something that I'm self-conscious about. I feel very comfortable. So for full, full context, it was about like a breakup. It was about uh, what I felt during that breakup and how it was a bad breakup and like how right. I second guessed and like how I grew blah, blah, blah. But that was not a self-conscious moment for myself. Cause I feel like I've grown from that. I like, I'm glad that I've grown from that. Um, so it's also been interesting to be, to be like vulnerability doesn't always have to be the scary thing. It can be like a very, just like open sharing on the, why you feel that way. Um, but I think for me, it's showing a little bit of weakness, like a chink in your armor, like defining what you feel and then why you feel the way you feel. Yeah. I think vulnerability levels are different from person to person. Cause it sounds like you, you recognize that being vulnerable can help you grow. So therefore your, your threshold of opening yourself up to criticism and or sharing your feelings and possibly having the other person not agree with you, you feel like there's benefit, right? To do that. So in somebody else who is less vulnerable than you might be less inclined to to open themselves up um, in that like, or somebody else like me, who's like, oh, open up all the time. So to me, I'm not even being vulnerable. That's just me. 
right? So like de my definition of vulnerable for myself will be something slightly different. But I do think it, it all piggyback on what you're saying is it all borders around leaving yourself open in terms of oh, like when we talk about, let's say you're fighting a war and you have weaknesses and you're like, mm -hmm. where are they, the enemy vulnerable? <laughs> okay, but in yourself, it's like allowing yourself to pos the possibility of dealing with uncomfortable emotions. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's vulnerability. So you, for me, at least defining it is like, because we're all inherently vulnerable. Like our human bodies produces antibodies. Sorry, I'm not a scientist, but I'm <laughs> sort of trying to relate it to a bad analogy, right? Like we can all get colds, we can all get viruses, but our bodies are designed to fight those viruses. Just like we all have emotions and we all react differently to different situations. So um, there are going to be times when there's not going to be happy emotions and we want to experience them as human beings as least as possible. So vulnerability is the ability yeah. to let yourself experience those like w almost welcoming them like Quan to a degree you know I don't I think, think there's anybody like, that totally welcomes it but yeah go ahead Mia yeah I'm pretty sure like like you said Dan so people have different level of vulnerability mm -hmm. but I think it also has something to do with how you feel at that moment like if you giving the the breakup story as an example like people think that you're being so brave by sharing that but then you also didn't really necessarily see it as you being vulnerable because it's like it is what it is it happened in the past and mm -hmm. i've grown from it and i learned from it so i'm just sharing this story with you i'm just being open but i think yeah. you know i'm pretty sure at the time right when you were going through it you feel very very vulnerable even when you talk about it <laughs> with your friends so it's about okay. the the like something behind that feeling that makes it either, you know, right. something that's vulnerable or it's just a matter of you being open. So yeah. I think like it's yeah, the it's, why. There's that a fine Kwan line. Mentioned. Exactly. I agree. That mm -hmm. moment too. Right. Because if you've gotten over something and there's no chance of you becoming hurt yeah, and you're sharing and being open, then whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if you're and in the middle yeah. of it and somebody's like, oh, exactly. what's going on? And you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Then you're. And if you do, then it's like, yeah, vulnerability, vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even vulnerability. this podcast, I'm sure, <laughs> um, has been, has there been times where you had the opportunity to be vulnerable, but more often, where would you, let's start with this. Like, do you guys feel you're less or more inclined to be vulnerable? Oh, I'm like, I can say this with confidence. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh, Miam. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. But yeah. I'm somebody who typically built walls around me. Oh, we know. Impenetrable <laughs> walls. So see, the answer... see, you're being vulnerable right now, Miam. No, that's what I I'm like saying. that. Like... <laughs> right now, yeah. you just admitted that you build walls. Isn't I that do. like being vulnerable? I don't yeah. know. There's a there's a little bit of it. I think so. You're like yeah. putting out there. Yeah, and I think that's been my what mission it, yeah. for this year, like, kind of like pulling a Quan uh, to okay. work on something. Like, I right, I got a question for you that's going to test your level of vulnerability. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. It, it depends if it's why on the record or off the record. Put on why? on the record. Why do you put up so much walls? <laughs> why are you building why? the Great Wall? Yeah, no. Um, I think it has something to do with like not wanting to be hurt. Okay. Um, like you, I, I want to avoid that kind of feeling, um, because my, Can we dig deeper. Like what kind of hurt are we talking about? Well, it depends yeah. on and what like, situation you're, and you're that's what I'm you. saying. Who like, you, what's Mia? the situation that you're trying to avoid? Mm, yeah. What? That's a good, <laughs> <laughs> is it friend? Is it friend? Okay. Scenarios. Is yeah, it, yeah, gonna, yeah. 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 Is it yeah. Like between friends, uh -huh. Do you, are you more put up walls between friends or loved ones i think it's it's the mate. latter i think it's the latter i think it's in the you, context you didn't let of me like... get out my last one okay potential what's the last mates one? potential mates you answered before i gave you a very big potential potential mates, mates. Mm -hmm. so potential, mates. potential mates yeah. for sure wait oh, what's what was the second okay. one no okay. so friends one is like loved ones walls yeah. yeah second one's loved ones third one is Loved ones, as in, as family. in family, 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 sister, mother, brother, cousin, oh, whatever. 
actually with 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 family too um really but you're yeah. so open with your what but like no so it's, it's see that's the thing it's different right okay in the yeah. article that you sent earlier today uh-huh. dan uh-huh. um uh-huh. it's it's uh it lays out four key differences to look for when it comes to vulnerability versus openness and just being open mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah so that openness, was not directed towards you mia by the way just not like uh, i feel seen <laughs> I, mean, I just threw it out there. Um, so very, basically, there's this one point that says open is someone who is great in groups, but bad with heart to hearts. Oh, what is that? What are the three? What are the three other ones? Um, vulnerable is someone who is introverted, yet willing to connect when trust is earned. OK, and then um, open is someone who sets up walls when questioned about their personal life. That's Mia. <laughs> Vulnerable <laughs> is kidding. someone who can talk frankly about the nitty gritty of their personal mm. life. That's Quan. Right? Quan? I yeah. think so yeah. I think I think it's similar a little bit to Mia where I get more vulnerable with actually people that are closer to me. And I okay. don't think that's mm, I think that's uncommon. I think more people right feel safer with people that they're closer to. And I I've, when I reflect, there's I don't want to disappoint, right? My family mm. and my friends. Mm. And so that's my lens. I know this about myself. And this is what I've been trying to I've realized like, wow, I think I hold back more with people that I'm close to and Mm -hmm. I'm more willing to just like say whatever to a stranger and go into like a really deep conversation with a stranger about like my life. are so much lower. The risk is extremely low. so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. uh, So the risk is extremely low. I value Mm -hmm. like human connection. Like I think we, we meet people for a reason and we, I, I think it's important to, you know, connect and leave good positive impressions as we live our lives. Um, I've gotten much better, definitely, on getting into the nitty gritty, especially with friends. I think like that's really fine. With family, I've also gotten better. But as you age, I think that comes with age as well. Um, But I think that one has been tough for me in the past where, you know, you don't want to disappoint your parents. You don't want to disappoint people. Mm -hmm. And I always came from a, what if I let this person down? like perspective, Mm. which Mm. puts me down, right? It puts, it already puts me at like, oh, you're a disappointment. (laughs) You're, you're, you start (laughs) up at disappointment, but like what, that's not objectively true. That's probably at at worst or at best, that's true only half the time. Right. And probably not because like you put a lot of effort into the people, you know, that you care about and things like that. So. I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, the fact that you're like, you know, for a a person close to me, I don't want to risk hurt like hurting this relationship for myself. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you don't know, if you if you just meet kind of a work or pseudo stranger or whatever, you're like, whatever, I'll, I'll share anything and everything because I'm never gonna see you again. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little bit. Whereas some but other it's... person might be like the opposite. Like, I think I'm more. I'm not gonna share random things with a stranger. Like, I'll relate to him and I can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I, don't t- I don't. I don't care to tell you my deepest darkest secrets and all that stuff because you're a stranger like mm-hmm. why am i invested in this relationship you know what i'm saying yes yeah, i do i do i think most yeah. people are like that like it seems like thomas and dan i feel like you guys were both like that's really weird that you do that. yeah i'm definitely the opposite of that yeah uh, of of quan uh, of, like, of, of what of quan of yeah yeah like yeah I, and mia because she said mia are you is it easier for you to share with not the people so that are people? not so close to me yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, oh, I got a question. How how much have you? How much do like? Do you actually <laughs> share a lot about yourself with strangers or no? Because I feel like you don't either. So I, feel I don't like think... you just a closed ball. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> is no, there no, also no. A moat it's around like... your wall. What it's... is there also is a, there moat a moat around your wall? <laughs> I'll clarify. <laughs> I don't share like I don't think I'll share like personal details, but I'll share my feelings okay. for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll share okay. like okay. how I feel, why I feel the way I feel. I feel 
I do that now a lot more with the people that I'm close to and something I actively work on. Cause I think it's also fair to the people that you're close to, because I think there's a little bit of truth, right? You got to bring your truth to the table. You can't just bottle things up or else that person can't read your mind. That person doesn't know. Um, right. There's just higher risk perceived in my mind, but it won't be like today, like I unlocked my phone and my passcode is blah. And <laughs> this is where I work and I work on the fourth floor. So if you ever want to come and find me. No. Right. right. Yeah. How, hmm, how vulnerable are you guys when you, with the uh, significant, like how, how am I trying to say like on dates, then uh, in serious relationships, like how long does it take for you to become vulnerable? Are you like the, okay, let me give an example. Are you, do you date a lot? Are you like, you know what? I, you know how some people are like, man, I just, I just put everything out of there the first date, you know, and if they can't take it, then or are you more like they need to work for it? <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait, I feel there... like Quan is more first date. I'll tell you everything. And Mia's like, uh-uh. Well, you already know my, my answer. So, like, you're already looking at the great walls of Mia. So here's uh, the thing. How many I think there's a there's a hybrid. To get to Mia's. Uh-huh. There's a okay. hybrid because you can't scare people away. Because I do think there's also a practicality of if you know there are certain things, right, that you want on the table, I think... But- Maybe after the first couple times, because I've been in the situation where, again, I've talked about this on the podcast of like breakup stories and I'm a people pleaser. That's like my default. And I scare, I've been scared to rock the boat in the beginning and you wait Mm. too long Mm. and it's not fair to that other person. So Mm. I think there are some things to save everyone's time to be like, to, to, to gauge. But I think I'm also similar to Mia where like, you kind of make the decision up in your mind. They're like, no, they, they're not going to be, they're not right for me anyway. So you just, you, you build the wall up early. It's like the wall is already there. We didn't even try to break through the wall. So in a way, okay, kind of, okay, let's, let's go. Let's dig deeper into that, right? Does oh that mean that we're just self-sabotaging, right? Because like in that case, like you said, we already make the decision in our minds. And so, and, and like you said, the walls are already there. You don't even need to build it. It's like automatically up. So in that sense, like, mm. I know I'm, this is just like completely me talking about me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, I'm you. just like self dis. like uh-huh. in that sense, then the relationship is not going to go anywhere. Like you can't even start it. So, right, yeah. right. Right. Yeah, it's like I'm, I know but, that but, is the problem. There, and I there's know. not even a chance in those, but like the yeah. times when there's a chance with a guy or a friend, like you know that moment where like, should I be vulnerable here? What are my risks? Should yeah, I no, I mean, I there? see on on some days when I'm like, good. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I can be more vulnerable, and I have that's that's again like that's something okay. that I'm working on, right? So. I, like, I you don't question. always succeed Does, yeah. because of your adverse um, sort of like, because you try to not be vulnerable more, does that affect the, the amount of relationships and connections on a daily basis that you could possibly get into? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very Moss, you too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has so been so are there silent. times when <laughs> are there like, okay. So there and are times don't. throughout the day where, you 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 actively you're like i'm about to feel vulnerable i'm gonna stop it right here are there times during the day what <laughs> like Wait, you're does it work or, uh, no i mean or like okay what i'm trying to ask is like you you foresee that there could be vulnerable circumstances so you rather just not even have a conversation like you don't even or, go there okay yeah. yeah like right like you does this make sense like maybe yeah maybe no a, it does make sense i do opportunity those, to get to know sure. someone but you're like, nah, because then that means that I'm going to, you know, in the future, there might be this and I don't want this. Yes. Yes. Know. Yes. Yes. Whereas like, you know, like I have ze- like I don't look like I'm like. I just take it at, at that moment. If I'm if I want to talk to you, I talk to you. If I don't, I don't. I don't even think about like five hours down the road if I'm going to mm. see you again. And mm-hmm. sometimes like I get yelled at by you. It's like, don't reveal too much information. I'm like, 
why does it matter? I don't care if this person knows this about me. I am not hurt by it. I don't care. They can know my entire life. I don't give a crap. Like, I, I just don't get sometimes where it's like, isn't it so much work to like figure out when you're going to be, you know, like it's a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, mean, I don't, you know I don't I mean? deny it. No, no, I don't think it's so much work. I think, it, oh. I don't think it's so much work if you, if you okay. default to just like not revealing <laughs> yourself. Okay. Isn't that painful though? <laughs> like, wait, wait, like, right. You're like low expectations. I'm just not going to expect anything out of this but like, uh, excuse me it's the key to happiness is low expectation <laughs> no okay 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 hold on must like backtrack a little bit yeah. so why why okay did, did we establish that you're basically somebody who doesn't feel comfortable being vulnerable yeah okay why okay <laughs> i uh i think part of it is the the being being in control part mm. Mm. So like even if Expand. I'm revealing, like even if I'm re- revealing something, right? It's like uh, I can't control what you might like. To what Quan said earlier, it's like mm-hmm. I can't control what you might think of me as well, or like mm-hmm. how you're going to take that information, right? Maybe I can craft it in a certain way, but at the end of the day, if I if I'm being, you know, very honest about myself or like about the bits of myself, I, I can't really control how you might respond to that, right? Mm-hmm. So, Thomas, is that the case with like family or and friends? Like, are they do you have and layers? potential mates <laughs> and potentially like, do you have layers or is it more equal to to all types of people? Uh, I don't I don't think it's layers. Um, I definitely compartmentalize things. So mm-hmm. there's there's things that, you know, like my mom doesn't know or my friends don't know or, you know, my exes didn't know, you know, just like stuff <laughs> like that. I'm. Wow, I, uh, I, I like create. I don't create layers. I don't create work. walls. I don't create walls. It's bu- wall- compartments. Yeah, I have buckets. Yes, buckets. Do Can you? I have- oh, I was. I was going to ask. Like, <laughs> what if somebody asks about it, like directly? Do you try to skirt around, or do you? Oh yeah, I'll, let, I won't let's skirt. Take- I'll squirm. Yeah, you'll squirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I think. I think. I, I, I've probably gotten a little, oh, hopefully I've gotten a little better. Um, just like, for example, I mean, even now, it's like, if anyone asked me like, oh, why did you decide to move to New York? I'll always say my default response is new job rather than, oh, it was for like my ex at the time. Right? So like, why wouldn't you just say, oh, it's because of a girl and it didn't work out, but it's worked out because I'm in New York and I made a lot more new friends and it's nice. I don't know. Right. Like, um, I, th- I think part it of it has worked like, out. I, yeah, I mean, I think okay. on that side, I mean, I'm surviving, I think. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking I'm doing okay in New York. I think you're more I mean. than surviving. Yeah. No, you're yeah, thriving. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. So what, I, what I mean is it's like, I don't yeah. want to reveal more of myself. But why? Right. I Is it, but, but is this a vulnerability thing or you just don't want other people to know? Because you're like, like what I was I saying. Th- like, I mean, I, I just think I'm a, I, uh, I think it's like, I don't want to be vulnerable and I also don't want to be open. I see both. When and- okay, I got a question. Right. So so it's like so in the past, it's like I would uh I like like for example, I'm estranged with my dad. And in the past, if someone asked me about it, I would not really talk about it. But now mm-hmm. uh I would. Okay. When are you guys the most vulnerable? At the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually been my default answer. But um real answer is like when I'm like really sad, like really sad. Um about to go. Mm. so it's usually like I've got I've gotten upset because then I think the control like you're talking about, isn't it um tiring to write kind of like sometimes control it? Um mm-hmm. it is usually when I'm sad, because then usually I'll say things that I don't, didn't like. Right. And usually that is, and I'm also showing like the, to the other person, like I'm sad, (laughs) like vulnerableness, um, emotional state. I will say what's, what's been very helpful to become more confident and being more vulnerable is having those really tough conversations. So I've had 
I've had multiple conversations where I was really sad and, mm. and I still continue the conversation. So I'll be more explicit. I had like 20 minute, 20 minute, 20, 25 minute conversations where I'm like sobbing and I'm still talking to the other person because I My want God. to right. have the conversation. And mm. I think it's actually strength. Helped. Yeah. It's actually strength and tears helped me so much yeah. to have yeah. those tough conversations because mm -hmm. usually, right. When I would be younger, you avoid those, like mm -hmm. you definitely avoid the conversations where you're just crying. Yeah. <laughs> also and when now, you're crying, you can't really talk. So yes, that's yeah. and it, got, it got to the point. No, but it got to the point. I would get so frustrated with myself, not because I showed emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a more emotive person. That was like a little bit of an mm. early concern, but I didn't care about it mm. later. But it got to the point where it was impractical. I'm like, this is so annoying because then I cry and I can't say the things that I want to say mm. all the way to the mm. point, guys. I like Googled how to like turn off emotions and like how to like control. <laughs> and it was funny. The Reddit <laughs> subthreads were really funny oh because they're God. like, there's a Reddit subthread yeah. on it. They were like, they were like, you should appreciate this because it's actually a lot harder to turn emotions back on than it is to turn them oh, off. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. So that makes sense. I can confirm that. My oh. point is though, like I, I know I've seen the growth because I know I've had recent conversations where I'm like, I know I would have cried in this conversation previously, but I didn't. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to do it if I didn't practice. Like I, I didn't like, you know, stick up for myself or have a conversation that I should have had. Now, now that you say that, so does that mean that when you know you're going to cry because to you, that's a sign of weakness and vulnerability. You actively avoid those situations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like muscle memory. Mm. Okay. So for in me, my like case, crying, yes. yeah, in your, yes. I, I would have, I would have guessed, but um, <laughs> I'm, I, for me, crying is masculine. That's awesome. Because, because, and for me, like, cause you know, when guys cry, they don't, so guys and girls cry very differently, right? Girls, like I could see what you're talking about, Quan, cause you're incoherent when you cry. When, it was so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. Because like, like, I'm, I can see it. I'm like, I have a, a thing I want to say, but I cannot yeah. say it. <laughs> like, Cause you're like, your body just get, wouldn't like, cooperate. Yeah. And when other people like cry in front of me, I it's fine. Cause I'll cry in front of anyone. I don't give a crap if, <laughs> if the emotion comes up because uh -huh. I don't know when you cry, like you just don't know what's going to trigger you. So why would I waste time thinking about that? That that's how I think, right? Like, if I cry, it's because there's an emotional trigger and it's an opportunity to release things that are pent up. And I see it as a good thing. Um, so I'm like, I'm not trying to avoid crying. Like if it happens, it happens. But I could see from girls like y'all can't like if I'm trying to have a conversation with you and you're like, <laughs> it's like, all right, you, all right, we actually need to stop for a sec to gather our composure. Right, it's very different. Because when guys cry, it's just like two second tear, and it's like, all right, okay, it's it's good, it's out. Woo. I think I've gotten a lot. I don't. I don't think I avoid crying either, Dan, because it's like it's just gonna happen. And I, what I think I've gotten better at is communicating because it is awkward or like it's not a necessarily comfortable situation for the other person because it's not an effective way to communicate. So I've gotten better at communicating. This is what's mm. gonna happen. Like, just ignore it. I still want to speak. Let's keep talking. <laughs> but, <You're> like, um, <laughs> and, and it's funny because I actually, so a lot of these conversations actually, like they happened at work with people with like managers and things. And I have very, very good relationships with my manage my management. And one of them, like I had such a good relationship with like a, like a, like a VP or whoever, like a director level. It would be like comical because like we would be have like we would ha be having this conversation and I think I just get I just got overwhelmed by like again dis disappointing the other person like bringing up this conversation like oh my gosh I'm such a burden for talking about this and they would be like Quan what's yeah. happening <laughs> <laughs> like we like we are we have a good like we're like friends and I would be like I don't know what happened. <laughs> Wow. Um, so I don't, I don't avoid it cause it's unavoidable. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I've gotten a lot better right. at controlling it. I'm, I'm able to have a lot more conversations where I 
see the goal and I'm like, we like this, we should talk, we can continue. Um, and I think I've just gotten better at communicating. Like these are my emotions. Keep going. Wait, yeah. wait, I'm and, curious. And so what are over time? What are the, what do the conversations look like between you and men and your manager? Like, what are you so, guys talking about? Yeah. So that you get okay. so emotional about it. <laughs> yeah. So, goals. so in the beginning, I think, um, so I think there's just, you know, tough times, like when there's just a lot of change happening and you feel like you don't have, people don't have your back and you're trying to like explain how you feel and you're not trying to be like complaining or anything. You're just trying to be like, Hey, like, I think this is something I want to talk about. So that was it in the beginning with some people. And those were the hard ones where I was like bad at it. But then I got a lot better at it. As in when I mean a lot better, I mean, I still sobbed through the whole thing, but I was able to speak. (laughs) And then, and then now I'm like, way better. I don't, I don't like, I'm sure. So like basically like if you walked into my office and we were, and I'm your manager, I'd have a box of tissue. All right. All right. I remember what happened last time. Quan, just take these. If you need, there was a situation. There was a situation where like, it was kind of like a comical situation and like, right as a person, I think whether you are like male or female, you kind of worry about what that person thinks about you. Like, oh my gosh, like, what does this person think, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that was actually pretty quick for me to get over because I, I continued the conversation like with that person. It wasn't just like, I cried. We never talk again. Yeah. Um, it was like there was a follow-up and mm. I think I just got better. I actually asked feed for feedback also about it. <laughs> I like went really vulnerable. I was like, What did you I, think of our crying conversation? No, I was like, are there <laughs> situations where you have to have a tough conversation? And how do you structure that conversation mm. so that you come out of it like you you stood, stood up for yourself and you could continue the conversation? Right. Um, interesting. Yeah. That's how those went. And so I guess, I guess you guys answered this before, but I was curious, like with between coworkers, uh, loved ones and relationships, right. Which like, which one would you prefer? Like if you could have it your way, which one would you want to be like more vulnerable where you want to be vulnerable or vice versa? You want the other person to be more vulnerable out of those three does that make sense so that makes sense like yeah in relationships like some people you don't need you're like it's fine (laughs) yeah like like my close friends i don't really give a crap if you're vulnerable vulnerable or not i really don't because i let you live your life if you want advice i give you advice if you don't whatever if we have a good time together great but i would want my significant other and i to be no no walls because that's like like very important and then with family i i also don't really care that much because it's again, like your life doesn't like to me, the fam, like, because I'm in a, like in a infant, like I, I'm in a relationship already. That's done deal. Like it's sealed. You know what I mean? There's no question about it. So we're going down this road to the end, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I hope that we can, like, I want to do everything and anything so that we have like a great relationship for us and our kids, but for other people, like you control yourself, like, your, whether it's friends or family so does that make sense like yeah you guys feel yeah friendly or yeah I, I i would agree with you on the uh the relationship part with your significant other but actually mm-hmm. i would put like family and uh like friends on the same tier like i mean after relationship because so I to see, me yeah yeah because to me it's like for family and oh friends as in close friends like right. in my mind, there's like, you know, best friend and then secondary tier and then tertiary, et cetera. Right. And we're like the best of the best of friends. Right. Sure. Yeah. And <laughs> so so it's like for that, it's like I hope that we're good enough friends where you can be vulnerable and open. Like, it, it, I mean, similar to like, you know, it, I'm not going to ask for you to be vulnerable, but I mm-hmm. would hope that you can be because like to me that that right. signify that signifies that we are good friend or that we're close enough right see that's yeah. funny because it's like the same thing with family it's yeah. like i hope that we are close enough well i hope as family we are close enough to to be vulnerable and open like that too but then how do right. you do that right unless you initiate it by yeah yeah so that's i mean up. so 
that's one of the challenges for myself. It's like, I'm, I'm like, as we've established, I'm not a very open or vulnerable person. I've mentioned before that I like to leave like, uh, a conversation with revealing as much as, as little as possible about myself. Um, and so like, as I'm meeting new people, I kind of wait for, like, I might throw out like a bone, but also I look to see if, um, um, like the other person has reciprocated as well before I, before I open up more kind of deal. Does that make sense? Mm, definitely. Yes. Definitely. So Moss, you know how you say the key to life is low expectations. Mm-hmm. I think the key to life is expect less of others and more of yourself, like give more than you want. Cause then you'll be happy all the time. Cause it sounds like you want to give, but you want to make sure it's reciprocated, but mm in life, if you expect that you'll be very unhappy, I think. But if you're okay with what you give and not want something back, then I think you'll be happy because you just, it's like a parent with mm-hmm. their kids. But I'm not saying that I adhere to that. I'm just saying like <laughs> yeah. philosophical wise, I think if we're all a little bit more less giving. expecting, mm, more, less more expect- giving, giving and less expecting anything back, yeah. Yeah. you'll just be happier. Mm like so much happier in life. And why wouldn't you want to be like, I would wish for all my friends and family and loved ones to just be happier. And if that means that they, you know, if they need something, then they get it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. No, 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 it does. It does. We're just deep in thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) We're just, and also Mia, you too. I mean, like, listen, if your walls are, up how you gonna find the one to <laughs> open up your moat i don't know <laughs> yeah oh no God. i'm very much aware of that dan which is why yeah. i wanted to talk about this yeah. on our podcast because yeah. like cool. i know that is my problem and that is my issue that i need to like improve upon well do um, you feel like this has helped <laughs> talking about it yeah Yeah. do you feel like you can put down a drawbridge now i don't know you tell me but i mean (laughs) that's i'm aware i have self-awareness that that is an issue so i'm i'm of the school of thought that so we're talking about vulnerability weakness right in war or (laughs) in practical life or a sports team if you have a weakness uh either you cover it up which Mm -hmm. leads to more weaknesses or you do something to overcome it. Mm-hmm. You might not really overcome it, but like in your mind. So I'll give you an example. When I was younger, I was much more uh, self-conscious about certain things. Like, you know, I was, I was always, you know, like I wasn't always didn't give a crap about the fact that I was short or was kind of geeky or nerdy. So then, uh, but luckily I was, I played sports. So I had, I wasn't just like labeled one thing. Right. But I remember uh, and my point being is like, maybe you got to put yourself, let yourself get hurt a bunch of times. So it stops hurting. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good but advice. I've been or not. hurt a bunch of times. Oh, no. <laughs> I think this, this actually that's reminds me. It's a good, vulnerable. it's actually a good, um, oh, man. good thing <laughs> to bring get up. Better with me. It doesn't get easier. It doesn't. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, like for me, it's like, ah, I'm kind of numb to I have it now. No like hurts, yeah, no, I have no problem. Maybe talking that's about why you're so things. jaded now because you've been hurt so much. It's true. It's possible. Mm. <laughs> I'm saying it's possible. I think yeah. it's also helpful to find the comedy in it, actually. So like switching to, so in college, I applied to like a bunch of stuff my sophomore year of college. So I mean like internships and like RA positions and blah, blah, blah. I didn't get any of them. And you it, get, how did you not get an RA? I know you got RA material written all no, over you. I was like, that's what? where I was like, this is some, are you kidding? Okay. So that's where it became comical because I'm like, I am like the cookie cutter RA, like not to, to my own horn, but it's like, I care about people. I like, like, like making sure people are safe. I don't drink. Like I love, like, you, you know, there's, the there's RA. Like, and I didn't even, I was an RA. I would have hired you. I didn't even get an interview. And then I also didn't like, I think I I applied to like two, I applied to the business school and I also Mm -hmm. applied to like another um, 
like a, like another major, I didn't get those either. And when I got the results about like not getting to the business school, I was working in New York, like Dan, that was that year. And I was like, man, I'm literally oh. working, interning out in the world and I didn't get this. And then I think I also applied um, like to an internship that I didn't get. But so it almost became comical because I was like, I know that I can do these things. Right. But I just, it's just not Hold on the on. So how did you get your Google job? So I, it's funny because that year I also ed- applied to you be an for intern Cisco, at Google. I remember. Yes. I applied to be an intern at Google that soft- my sophomore year. I literally got rejected immediately. I will say my application was really janky because they asked for like a GPA and I, the, the grades hadn't come out yet. Okay. Of the end of that semester, but those grades are really good. Like I did really good that semester. Okay. You guys, yeah. I literally wrote in my G like the grades I got on the transcript. So jank. I got rejected yeah. immediately, um, <laughs> but I got a full-time job my last year of college. Cause then I applied to a bunch of internships the following year. I got quite like I did in my really letter well of recommendation, right? Yes, Dan. Yes, he gave oh, a letter of recommendation, um, and then it went up from there. But my point here, Mia, is like there was some comedy in it because I'm like, yeah. if we if we apply it to like relationships, it's like there's a lot that you, me, the like people like we bring to the table, and it's all yeah. it can be like a little comedic. It's like, oh, that's really funny. Yeah, that like didn't yep. work out. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm looking at three of you. I'm like, y'all would make great mates. <laughs> and like i'm really annoyed as you would tell you <laughs> and i'm like how did i even get someone that you know what i mean like how did this happen um but anyways no it's same but so it's like you okay because looking back you're like you know it, it turned out pretty good but i had a similar thing where you know i didn't have my degree for night for i recently got my degree finished <laughs> you help me get it that's a big like i was a like, grown woo-hoo. man without a degree yeah. Like I was one credit away and it definitely helped. Like I couldn't get a normal job, even though like in mm-hmm. my life, I didn't want a normal yeah. job. But mm-hmm. then like, uh, after a while I was like, well, at some point I need, I need like a normal job. Cause I can't just keep going up to like different startup things mm. and not having them pan out. Cause it was fun when I'm in my twenties, but not when I'm in my thirties. Right. Mm. So I'm like, man, this is, I can't qualify for any of this. Cause I don't have I'm four credits shy. You know, so it was like, I mean, by getting over it, you know, I just was like, well, I, I got, <laughs> I did apply to a bunch of places. I got rejected. Mm-hmm. And even when I was doing real estate, I would, I would apply to all the big firms and they'd be like, wouldn't even give me an interview. And I just had one of those call me, try to recruit me yesterday. And I was like, yo, I'm never <laughs> in the time of day. Yo, it goes back to my heart, the Harvard interview guys, we went on a tangent. <laughs> the fuel wait so is our is our uh is our lesson to uh for mia that you just keep getting hurt and like (laughs) so that you harden up and that so that's what i was trying to say like and by the way that's actually the seat by the way that's actually the secret to learning iron palm martial (laughs) arts like that you keep striking hard surfaces you develop these micro fractures in your bone how how is that a lesson for me (laughs) and because if i harden up your hand and your arm becomes harder and you also kill your nerves in the process i think you need to go the other way you need to exactly i agree yeah go out on dates and then dump somebody (laughs) dump somebody (laughs) like hurt them keep hurting them so that you're like no all right no I, now, I, think, I, I have like bullets now. Like I agree with Dan going the other way, I think will be helpful, but maybe in smaller ways. So like taking big risks in friendships, like, or taking big risks with family. That's like helpful. Dang. That's been helpful for Dang. me. That's Cause some, like that's with some, friends, that's some <laughs> with, advice right there. Dang. Cause with friends, I think I have Get no, on couch. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have like very, I'm very, I'm very comfortable at the friend level talking about pretty much almost anything, but it's where, and, but like, like Tom was just saying, but the opposite, my closest level, I'm like a little bit more. And then my family, like, that's where my risk, I know this is how I am. I know that I'm more susceptible. I have the higher risk there, but that's where I feel like pushing that risk boundary, that like vulnerability, the scariness. 
um, can help perhaps. I got one last question. I know we're running out of time. Sorry to cut you off. No, is there someone in your life where you feel like this person, if I wanted to be vulnerable, I could be vulnerable in front of this person and not be judged. Is there somebody like that for you guys? Yeah. You don't have to say who, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That? Yeah. Okay. That's good. I think that's a good person. Yeah, this is a real starting person. Point. <laughs> yes, of Mia, course. Mia, is this? No. Okay. Uh, we're not saying. Name? Is this Aria, not... your niece? <laughs> is this Aww. a BTS cutout? I'm not talking about a possible mate, right? Like it could be no. anybody. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah no, damn, no. that's it's a great question. In your life. It could be your mom. I don't know. You don't yeah, it could really. be family. It's it good could to be have friends. somebody. Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. A great I, way to frame it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I mean, like, at the end of the day, yeah. it's like, I, I don't think that we, this is a lesson for me is like, if you, if I want to be vulnerable, I shouldn't be thinking about how the other person would react or how they would see me or judge me. Cause then, mm-hmm. then I won't ever take that step. Um, right. so yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the hardest part for yeah. sure. Well, Mia, so now you know what to do. Just go out there and start hurting people. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> Heartbreaker, Mia. No, I'm just kidding. So we got this. We got this. All right. We're done. That's, done? Uh, that's all we have time for today. Done. We're all, we're we... all vulnerable now. <laughs> yes. Now it's, now it's time to close up shop again. Indeed. Good yeah. topic though. Yes. No, I Great love it. chat guys. I like how we like went all over the place as always, <laughs> <laughs> oh but we gosh. have so much to say. And I hope that all you guys who are listening, enjoy this episode as well. And then if you have that someone in your life where you can be vulnerable and with open. and like, and yeah, and be open with, and you feel comfortable doing that. Good for you. If not, then yeah. it's, you know, Keep doing maybe, it. Yeah. maybe we can do some self-reflection, just what I've been doing um, and then grow from there. So yeah, let us know what you guys think. If you have any advice for Thomas, because we've been giving <laughs> Mia so much advice on this episode, do send us a note. And also don't forget to leave us a review, a nice review, a five-star review. <laughs> um, and we'll see you on our next episode. Bye. 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 And the next one.